I guess it's usually my fault, so. Um, so this let's... is Wait, Tell Me Everything. Oh, yeah, and I'm Andrea. And I'm Kristen. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming back, because once you're hearing this, we will have been on a two-week hiatus by the time you know this hits your ears. So sorry for the, the break. Um, um, it's been two weeks. It's been one Two week. weeks. No, we didn't put anything out last week. It was two weeks ago was the last episode. When, huh. when, when you were here. You weren't here last week. You were here the week before last. Oh, Lord. Okay, sure. <laughs> Time flies. It does. Okay. It does. Uh-huh, and the older, you, the older you get, the the faster it moves. Hey, I'm just saying. Talking about older. Yeah, you're getting up. you're getting older. In a few oh. weeks, you're getting older again. Yeah, someone says, you know, I rather um, what is it? Now I can't even remember the saying, but um, again, age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a theme here. Yeah. I would tell you the thing, but I can't can't remember. I get the adage about old age, but I can't remember it. Oh gosh. Oh my word. And I just heard it today too. Wow, wow. That's rough. That's rough. It's okay. Just keep living. Yeah, that's what my mom used to say. You just keep living. Just keep waking up. Oh, my goodness. You know, we're going to call people old. But, yeah. Yep, that's right. Because everyone, you know, I mean, what's the alternative? Think about that. Yeah, it has something to do with, like, I'd rather be pushing something than pushing up daisies. I'd rather keep getting up every morning than pushing up daisies. Something, I can't remember. Anyway, but that's fine. <laughs> pushing up daisies. That has to be, like, the worst Oh my gosh, that's such a like uh, dark visual for death, yeah, or graveside humor. I don't know. It's just yeah, fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna open my bottle. Hopefully, it's not too loud. Oh lord, what are you drinking? I'm drinking sparkling water. That's what I drink. Okay. Oh my god, you're so fancy. No, it's like the Kroger brand of sparkling water. It's like a liter and it's like 59 cents. <laughs> it's so not, it's the opposite of fancy, but it's really good and tastes like something unlike LaCroix. So, yeah. I'm a and big fan of to, sparkling water. I grew up on yeah. sparkling water. Yeah, of course. You know, you're, you have that European, um, South American kind of 
lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Not the South American lifestyle. Is that a thing? South American lifestyle? Well, because it's more of a European thing, but I was like, yeah, South American, but very much European influence. So, yeah, but you know, Argentinian. Yeah. They're. They're the yeah, Europeans yeah. of South America. South America, yes. That's what I was going to say. I was like, very European. But yeah, I gave the um, one of my little friends. He, I told you this, right? That he, she um, tried some of my water. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. His mom was like, it's okay. Like, it's like sparkling water. Like, it's fine. Because he was like, wanted it so bad. So I poured some in his little sippy cup. And he, like, she's like, okay, he did not even want to drink any water. He, like, took it to the head and like was like mm. <laughs> so funny he was like he would put it down and like think about it and like pick it back up and like I was like oh my god like you are like have found a new love it's so funny that's terrific huh, he's quite, yeah. quite sophisticated taste for a little person oh they both are again like little French babies have sophisticated <laughs> They're not French babies. They just have little French names. French names. They are Bayesian, Haitian, African American. <laughs> oh God, that's a mouthful. I know. Where did you go? I was drinking. Oh dear Lord! I was like, you just like totally like dropped out. I was like, um, hello. Yeah, I had to take a little swig of my sparkling water. Would you? Let us down this like wormhole, um, wormhole, wormhole. <laughs> <Not a> wormhole <laughs> rabbit hole, and so. now we're time traveling, <laughs> right? I was like, yeah, 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 and then earworm and other things that have worm in it, other words, yeah, other words, none of which okay. are associated with each other. No, they have absolutely yeah. nothing to do with each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So what's going on in the world? Or do you even know what's going on in the world? You've been gone. I don't. Okay, I really what? don't. I really don't. Like, I have the most recent news story that there is to have. And that's the only story I have. Because I'm really, like, savoring what's left over of my, like, time away. It was gone for eight days. And I was completely off the grid. I know that many things happen. I'm aware that there are things happening in the world, of course, because there's always things happening in the world and news stories that I miss and whatever. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've made pretty much zero effort to catch up. <clears throat> so well, I will catch you up with some crap. Um, okay. In the meantime, what's your story? So my story is fresh from 4th of July, the Statue of Liberty Climber. Oh, okay. Yes, we were texting about this while it was happening. (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, well, this is actually, like, happening in the moment. So um, today, well, this is from late yesterday's uh, New York Post article that says Statue of Liberty Climber identified as immigrant activist. Mm-hmm. So it says, the woman who scaled the Statue of Liberty yesterday has been identified. Cops say Therese Patricia Okomu, a 44-year-old immigrant from the Dem- Democratic Republic of the Congo, mm-hmm. was the person responsible for the 4th of July protest. She lives in the St. George neighborhood of Staten Island and is currently in federal custody. Actually, this is, 
outdated because she's now she's released, out. She's released mm-hmm. on her own recognizance. Um, and um, officers from NYPD's emergency service unit transported her to a federal detention center last night following her three-hour standoff with authorities. Mm-hmm. Her case is being handled by prosecutors in the Southern, Southern District of New York. Um, sources say that Okumu uh, told investigators she climbed up to the feet of Lady Liberty to protest President Trump's zero-tolerance policy on immigration and the separation of families at the border. According to court records, she's a Congolese immigrant who once filed a complaint with the New York City Commission on Human Rights seeking a judicial review and reversal of this uh, determination that they'd made regarding some alleged incidents of abuse that Okumu suffered at the hands of a social service agency on Staten Island where she worked. Specifically, Mm. Okumu had claimed back in 2005 that she was treated, quote, in a demeaning manner by her bosses and told that she would be fired for, quote, complaining of discrimination. It's unclear why her complaint was tossed out. So that was 2005. In 2011, Okumu made headlines, it says, I don't, I guess like local headlines, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. after she was hit with an astounding 60 violations for illegally posting ads for her services as a personal trainer, um, which would explain her ability to scale walls. Where was any... <laughs> she putting these signs? It says the Department of Sanitation slapped her with $4,500 in $500 in fines that year after she spent five hours one Sunday posting the flyers on Manhattan utility poles. Okay, so that's not like a real thing. Okay. No, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like the thing that, it's the thing that people, it's not like, yeah, she's, none of these okay. things are like me. I was like, um, okay, so yeah, we're just gonna pull up every, like, okay. All right. Did they add that she's a naturalized, she's a citizen? She is. Uh, okay. She's a naturalized citizen. Um, and apparently in 2017, she was arrested and charged with obstructing governmental administration, unlawful assembly, and trespassing during a demonstration at the Department of Labor building on Varick Street. She allegedly had covered her mouth with tape and refused to respond to police demands. So she's an activist. To, she's a part of it. All that to say she's yeah. an activist and she gets in kind of activist kind of trouble. And apparently she's also a personal trainer who isn't aware of what the local laws are about posting bills on utility poles. Right. Uh, (laughs) Is that something that, like, I thought that was something that's kind of done. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. She needs to be Under the jail. Yeah. (laughs) Um, On Wednesday... (laughs) She's clearly a public society. I mean, those bills are really annoying. Uh, So Okuma told investigators she was part of a group. Uh, the, the protest was organized by Rise and Resist NYC. The activists unfurled a banner on Liberty Island less than an hour before her climb that read, um, in large caps, abolish ICE. Mm-hmm. Organizers initially tried to distance themselves from Okumu's Statue of Liberty stunt, saying she had, quote, no connection with their cause, but later they had to admit that she was part of the group. Mm. Namely, I think, because there was, like, photos of all of them together beforehand or whatever. Um, so then they switched their tone and said, it says members described her on social media as a, quote, total badass. Okay, I'm going to just make an assumption that they're mainly white. From the people that I saw, so this I read this article and then I also watched a clip 
of AB7. AB7. Lauren, ABC7. She's like, what is AB7? Girl, AB7. You ain't heard about AB7? Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> it's it. It's everything. Oh, um, <laughs> ABC7 in New York. I watched their uh, clip from today. Uh, where they that's where you know they because she made a statement after she was released on her own recognizance um and so they also interviewed some of the people that are in the group and um she um and yeah they were yeah they were basically you know okay Mm -hmm. right liberal white folks Mm -hmm. um so um She's very dedicated to the resistance generally, but specifically to the issues surrounding immigration and the treatment of immigrants have been receiving from ICE and Customs and Border Patrol, explained Jay Walker, a rise and resist activist. He says she's been an active member for about four or five months. Um, so the same guy told the Post that Okumu helped plan the banner demonstration, but carried out the Statue of Liberty stunt on her own. And mm. she does seem to like, she copies that like she said yeah she said it was like kind of a spur spur of the moment moment. it wasn't planned yeah she said it was a spur of the moment thing she just decided to do um she didn't tell any of us about this plan we were really all shocked um says the group had announced their fourth of july stunt on social media moments before carrying it out on wednesday but made no mention of the climb um we were all really taken aback. Same guy. At first, we didn't realize it was our fellow member. It wasn't until we were able to see close-up photos of her that we realized it was her. Um, so she's taken into federal custody, obviously, because of the location that it took place. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's and the, one of the things that people keep mentioning is she was able to manage she managed to make it all the way up to the feet of lady liberally good lord she was able to manage to make it up to the feet of lady liberty all on her own without ropes or climbing gear mm-hmm. so he said uh, we came through all the security protocols that we needed to when getting on onto liberty island ferry basically saying like you can't bring anything with you you know mm-hmm. and um <laughs> the final comment from this guy is, I guess she just had some cli- hidden climbing skills that none of us knew about. <laughs> yeah, so I think they didn't go rock climbing together. Right. Like they just, you know, this is not something, nature hikes is not something that they're normally in the habit of doing on their uh, rise and resist uh, outings. So, um, so yeah, the whole thing was just such a spectacle. I, I only watched the the live feed of it very early on before you could even tell like I you know like I was watching it like you couldn't even tell from the vantage point that I was seeing whether it was a guy or a girl or whether they were black or white or anything because it was so far away she just looked like a little like kind of a speck you know like I mean at first I was like what are we watching I don't even know who like you know then she finally like made some Mm -hmm. movement and I was like oh okay I see some movement but like I watched for a little while, then I got nervous that it was going to be, like, another suicide, like, just because yeah. like that's still in the air from, you know, Anthony Bourdain and mm-hmm. um, um, Kate Spade, and so I was like, uh, you know what, I don't want to, I'm like, uh, if something goes really wrong here, I don't want to watch this live, you know, um, so I tuned out, and then you and I texted about it later, but, you know, so, uh, so it was just so insane, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm just glad nobody got hurt. I'm, I'm really glad that yeah. they managed to get up there, get her down without anybody being hurt. Because um, that would have been, I mean, that just would have been awful. 
Yeah, she said that they were very respectful. And she kind of talked to them about why she was doing what she was doing. And and I was like, yeah, I was like, it's a very sensitive, like, day and time. So I was like, yeah, they had to be And location. And location, yeah, they had to be, like, super careful because of the optics of anything going wrong on the 4th right. of July on the Statue of Liberty like yeah. it would have just been way too much and it was kind of funny because like I you know I'm just like you know I'm glad everyone's safe that she's safe no one got hurt you know visitors when they were able to um, get every evacuate you know the monument or whatever mm-hmm. um, you know without anybody else you know kind of getting involved or hurt but you know again my little um militant black person side um I was just not like you know really militant but like I was watching the lives you know you know the live footage the live stream because I was like riveted like at you know the little at somebody's house at like the 4th of July like waiting for the fireworks like glued to the feed okay. and so um the comments of the people in the live stream. Oh, so you're like Facebook living in? Yeah, because okay, like I was out it. and gotcha. about. Gotcha. gotcha. So gotcha. I was out and about. So I was like watching the live streams from ABC, AB7, and AB7, uh, <laughs> girl, they got go. the good live streams. And I think it was I was going back and forth, and at one point, one of them suspended the streaming because I guess once they got up there, because they you know didn't want to. I don't know. Uh-huh. They didn't, you know, or she mean and just the comments, the nasty, horrible comments. Internet um, comments though, like internet trolls are the worst. Like people I feel are... like just live to be like big and bad behind their laptop or tablet or whatever. Like and they just mouth off and say the worst things. And I was like, What? And then like I was just like just like uncalled for it, like comments and of course like go back to where you came from if you don't like it and you know she they need to throw the book at her they need to uh, you know like all this kind of stuff and I was like the actual charges for this particular crime aren't that major they're like it's six months for each count right if she does go to jail um and someone was like okay like it was kind of funny to me there's like um how ironic these comments um, on a day that we're kind of celebrating, uh, <laughs> like, right? You know, the, liberty like, people, and like, freedom. Yeah, people, like, yeah, people like saying no to a tyrant and <laughs> someone who is, you know, like, you know, all that kind of thing. So I was just like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, all the protests, you know, I'm like protests are patriotic, whether you like the form of protest or not. And at this point, I'm like, white people don't don't like any protest that we do. So mm-hmm. everyone is uncomfortable. Like, if we are violent, it is inappropriate. If we're kneeling silently, it's inappropriate. If mm-hmm. a 70-year-old woman says that we need to push back, all of a sudden, sudden she's inciting riots. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... I don't care. Like, I was just like, do everything. Climb the flagpoles, take the Confederate flag down, like, whatever. Like, 
it's just I'm just tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just a little tired mm-hmm. of what this country has become. Well, I think what it is also is just again, like I think so much of it is what the media focuses on and the fact that social media is so prevalent. Like, I don't actually think that anything is different. I just think that there's so much more of an emphasis and a channel channel for everyone to say, you know, so like you said, like, if you were, if it was 20 years ago, there would be live coverage like there was of this woman yesterday, or thank you, on TV, and you, and you'd be watching it with just you and your TV or you and whoever you're sitting with watching your television at home, that would be the only way that you'd be able to watch the live stream of it. It wouldn't be a stream. It would just be a live telecast. Mm -hmm. And, and you wouldn't have underneath the picture, everybody across the country's comments about it, you know, Mm -hmm. now those comments would still be happening. You just wouldn't be hearing them. And, you know, so, like, I feel part of it is just that nothing has changed is that we have too many ways to hear what everybody has to say about Says everything. who have a podcast. Hey, the girl that has a yeah. podcast, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, like, include yeah. ourselves in the indictment. Like, I'm right, you know, I don't comment on stuff on Facebook or live streams or whatever, um, but I also really don't read the comments because I feel like there is just a particular I had to switch them off. Yeah, there's a particular audience for the comments, or not like a particular audience that contributes to the comments mm-hmm. that is always very mean spirited, mm-hmm. um, very critical, and kind of just like the worst of the worst. And so yeah. I think that that's part of it is our own responsibility to shut things down and shut them out to to a certain degree not like stick your head in the sand and pretend that everything's fine but also like there has to be some level of like some measured intake so that it doesn't feel like the world is like crashing in around us because again I don't feel like anything is every nothing like people are the same people feel the same ways that they always have that is true and that's and that's what I was thinking today because I read another story that happened out here in Noonan of, you know, people getting the police called on them for just existing. Like a family traveling through Georgia, going mm-hmm. back home to North Carolina, stopped in a subway to eat. It was like, I think, seven or eight of them. And, you know, mom, dad, like an aunt and the kids. Mm-hmm. And the person who worked in subway called 911 on the family because she thought that they would rob them. The she family and the little kids are going to stick around. So I was like, the whole entire family? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. She'd be but like, Timmy, hold going. the gun while we clear out this. Right. She said they kept going back and forth to the bathroom. Which a family of seven that's on a road trip, everybody's going to go to the bathroom when you stop to eat. Right. And that's you, have what you, to make, you have to make trips for each kid. Like, you're, oh my God. Right. Like and then she said they kept filling up their soda cups with water. Oh no. <laughs> That's definitely the side of someone who's doing something untoward. Well, you know, what? it's like because you're so them. yeah, you're so nervous about yeah. how you're gonna rob the place that you just get really thirsty. <laughs> 
so it's a telltale sign, Kristen. I don't know why you don't understand that. So, yeah, so, like, you know, we keep hearing about these incidences because of social media and, you know, how think media works now, but yeah, this has been happening all the time. Now sure. it's just being exposed, just like, you know, the you know, police killings and all these other yeah. things that are, you know, being brought to light. Like, these have been, these things have been happening all the time, but it's just, I, I think it, there's a certain kind of, like, trauma for me attached to, like, seen all of this over and sure. over you know what I mean I don't like think it's just for you I think it's for every, the exposure is really that and that's what I mean like I feel like it's our every individual's responsibility to monitor themselves because the like overexposure to it does make it feel like I'm not safe this isn't a yeah. safe place anymore I can't do what I normally do and it's like no 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 nothing has changed <laughs> like everything is different everything is the same at just you, but like if you expose, overexpose yourself to it. I mean, it's just like I mean, this is like anything. Like you know, I'm obsessed with all the true crime podcasts or whatever. It also makes me hyper vigilant. You know, like I'm like okay, I'm double checking locks. I'm like getting in the car, and making sure like I like the you know like the minute I climb in the car, like every lock is every door is locked because I'm not going to be abducted by like a serial killer. And you know because that's the kind of stuff that's in my head because I spend way too much time listening to every yeah, case yeah. yeah every case that's ever existed of like awful things happening to women on their own in life so oh my gosh you know what I mean so like I think it's just anything that you like over overexpose yourself to you become hyper vigilant about and but it doesn't necessarily like I'm not in any more danger of being abducted by a serial rapist than anybody else is <laughs> and um, and I'm, I don't and, know. And, and, and it's the delu- you know it's the delusion of control and prevention that somehow like I know stuff, so I'm somehow going to be better prepared. Like that's also delusional. Yep. I you know, got my gun in my purse. I got my gun. So, so yeah. So this is all I'm saying is just I think it's important to step away, step back, figure out what your threshold, what your healthy threshold is and like maintain mm-hmm. that because um, you don't want to be this kind of thing where you're walking around feeling um, oppressed, um, especially oppressed as though something, mm-hmm. something has changed, you know? Absolutely. Good stuff. That was a good one. Good. Yeah. So very that's all timely. Yeah. Very timely. And, you know, uh, happy uh, 4th of July weekend, essentially, because this is um, people I think are on holiday um, through the weekend um, for some time. I think so because there were just a lot of people out and about today and I wish they would have just stayed at home <laughs> or been at work. I was they super were happy because traffic way. was great. It was my first day back to work and I got kind of like sailed into work and had to leave early. I'll talk about that at my uh, Let's Get Personal but had to leave work um, early to go to this appointment. Sailed back to the city, pretty much no issues. Like I was like, oh, this is nice. People on Mm-mm. people on break, at least Not I today. should say the schools on break were nice, especially in the morning. I, I mm-hmm. this is my favorite time of the year. Every school is out of session. All the elementary, you know, all the like K through twelves, and traffic in the morning is like so lovely. Yeah. See, I just kind of time my going. You know what I'm doing to like miss rush hour I try to very much you know a few occasions I can't do that right. but for the most part I do but yeah I still remember 
like Christmas break mm-hmm. and the summer. Oh my god, it was just so luxurious going to work. It was like my favorite time because yeah, I would not. Fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. so that's newsworthy. Just my one little story because again, I'm I'm catching up with the world still. Well, not okay. really. I'm just I'm trying not to catch up with the world. Okay, there you go. There, there you go. go. There you have Interesting. it. So, my viral vox. Oh my mm-hmm. god, my it's a little hot, and so my headphones are on, and my ears are sweating. It's driving me crazy. So sorry about TMI, that. TMI, sweaty ears. I know. <laughs> okay, so. As you may know by now, I'm assuming you know, Joe Jackson, patriarch no. of the Jackson family, has passed away. What? Oh my no. God! It's like talking to someone who's been in Mars. Who's been on Mars? That is no. hilarious. I thought you would have heard that. No, girl. I promise you, I I will be su- I will be surprised if I know anything that you're talking about. So. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So he passed away on June 27th, the age of 89. He had pancreatic cancer. And so oh. I think during the time you were um, away, um, yes. they said, um, you know, that TMZ reported that he, you know, was in critical condition. He was, you know, kind of mm-hmm. going to pass at any time. And at first he mm-hmm. didn't want, you know, anyone to be there. And then, like, he left the family and he died, like, a few days later, I believe. Um, so my viral vox is um, the funeral, I think, was. Um, a couple of days ago, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the viral box was um, Bette Midler, of all people. Bette Midler? Right. Decided okay. to comment um, on Twitter. She decided to tweet about this. Hashtag Joe Jackson is D-E-A-D and hallelujah. What? A monster... What? A monster who ate his own children like in an old Grecian myth. I hated every minute he lived. All times are strange, but this is beyond, really beyond the pill. Would Quincy Jones like to weigh in? Always interested. Whoa. What? Mm-hmm. What did Joe Jackson do to that? <laughs> I want to know because that was like, this sounds like it just is not about the children. And what he did to his family, like I mean, what can't be? Like, I mean, I agree. Right. Did he take some money from you? Like what, girl? Right. That like, is, like, did he break your heart? Like what? <laughs> right. I'm so confused. I mean, I don't disagree that he was not like he, he clearly was not like father of the year ever, but okay. Like, <laughs> my thing is like. Um, if we're gonna start doing that, like that's gonna take us down a whole other road with people. Because I was like, no, yeah, Joe Jackson beat his children to greatness, and there's a whole <laughs> lot of other things that happened, you know, over the years. A lot of accusations. He didn't treat his wife very well. Like, yes, and he acknowledged in his life that you know he sucked. So it was kind of like. You know, like, but this is like to me. It's like families are complicated. His children uh, issued a response saying, "You know, like, you know, basically, like he made them, you know, what they were, and you know, they loved him, and 
apparently over the years they've you know kind of most of them i guess have reconciled with him mm-hmm. um as families do like <laughs> right like they every every family has some some level some of dysfunction. dysfunction we got and... to see theirs a little more right like and i also feel like you what there's only there's only so many people that you know like on that michael jackson jackson five you know, like that's a very, very small tier of the the world that, like the like you know, mm-hmm. world of celebrity. You know, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, like I think Joe Jackson got more attention than like all the other terrible stage moms and stage mm-hmm. dads out there. But there's a million awful stage moms and stage dads out there. Their right. kid just isn't Michael Jackson, right? Uh, or Janet Jackson, or who? You know, like it's not like so. It's so much. So there's just, I mean, it's it, he's it's not an anomaly, is all I'm saying. Yeah, like it's not a lot. It's he's not, it's not a, like that doesn't make it okay, but like it's also absolutely like, okay. not, absolutely not. And so I was like, even at yeah, so I was just like, whoa. So whoa. the response was there were some people who like agree with her, and I was like, that's just tacky. I'm sorry, and I was like, this is still someone's. Father. father grandfather whatever yeah. husband and like the children like you know like janet jackson like you know kind of made a little a thing she's actually supposed to be at essence fest this weekend so i guess she's still going i don't know mm-hmm. um and um like michael jackson's two kids you know kind of responded mm-hmm. and kind of um had something to say about all the nasty um comments and you know some of the other grandchildren and children like even latoya jackson you know who had um accused him of you know molesting her when she was mm-hmm. younger she even said you know i love my father you know blah 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 i made some you know kind of statements or whatever so again like this is a family families are complicated dynamics right. are complicated and then as you get you know no one knows what they're doing and some people are horrible for a no- number of reasons and then they um you forgive them? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, again, yeah, like, because, whatever. yeah. Whatever. You've got to move on. You have to move on for your own sake. And so I just thought this was tasteless and just, like, unwarranted. Like, who asked for this? Like, it was just crazy. So yeah. one of the comments that um, kind of summed up what I thought, um, rejoicing in Joe Jackson's death is tacky bet. Despite his flaws, he still has a family who will mourn him and out of respect for his wife and children who knew him a lot better than we did. We should be classy and always respect their privacy. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. cannot agree with that more. It's just, um, just, I don't know. I mean, it's, again, it's one of those, like, I know our society is just come, you know, like the words that are said regularly in public now that you wouldn't think to like say before and things that are published and broadcast and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like all of that. And, but I just like, this is just one of those, like, we need to return <laughs> to just some old principles. You just do not like yeah. speak, speak ill of the dead like that. Like, especially like on, on the, like, heels of their dying like on you know like they're not yeah, it was like, like this was on the 30th so like three days after he died yeah they're like, like not quite like in the ground yet and you're like you know so it's just it, it recently happened taste. yeah it's just in bad taste it recently who i'm trying to like think of there was a, another death recently uh like in the last few months now i can't think of who it was but it was the same thing like just a couple of days or like a day later or whatever somebody was like you know 
going off. And I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, it was with um, Barbara Brush. And, um, oh, yeah. That Stanford professor lady who, like, you know, went on a tirade or whatever, I think also, like, on Twitter or whatever. And it was like, first of all, just no. And I'm like, just... uh, short of, like, being a serial killer, like, I don't. <laughs> see any rejoicing in like someone dying like I just don't no. it's just not the time like everybody knows Joe Jackson was horrible you know like you know so I don't understand like the point of of all right that. It's, no, just it's just terrible very bad very mm-hmm. bad bad form bad form bit bad, bad form, form bad um okay so that's that for the viral okay that is, what else like, you have really upset so wait till me everything. So baby news. So <laughs> congratulations to the Currys. Oh, uh, Aisha and Steph. They are now a family of five. Their little bundle Aww. of joy. I'm um, a little boy. Cannon W. Jack Curry was born on July 2nd. And there's some cute little Instagram announcements from Steph and Aisha. Um, just adorable. So they have a little boy now. Congratulations! Wait, what's his name? Cannon. Cannon. Like, like shoot a cannon. Yes, C A N O N. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So he's yeah, because the other the girls are ours. So I don't know. So yeah. So right to join his sisters Ryan and Riley. So there's a really cute picture of him with Ryan and Riley. So adorable. Oh, everyone's a big sister now. Very Mm -hmm. sweet. So congratulations to the Currys. Love them. Congratulations. Love them. Okay. Um. And also, these are people you have no idea who they are. Remy Ma and Papoose. Um. I I know who Remy Ma is. Oh what? I mean, I know the name. I don't know. That's all I know. Go ahead. Okay, she did recently, you know, <laughs> do that major diss record for Nicki Minaj that was like... Ah, yes. Sheether, crazy. So she's also... They're also cast members on um, Love and Hip Hop New York. Okay. Um, and Remy has, has, was in jail for quite some time. Oh, my. Um, yeah, she shot somebody. Oh, so oh she, my. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, clutching, she, clutching the pearls. Yeah, she, she, she's, you know, she talk, she, she lives that life. Like she just don't oh, talk yeah, about she's it. She's serious but, about it. Yeah, yeah she's, she's serious. So he, I think, I want to say it was like seven years. Like it was not a short amount of time. So he. Well, I mean, like, murder. Yes, I don't. I can't remember. The, I don't know if she died or not. I don't think she died. Cause it was like she's only oh. there for seven years. I don't think she died. So but it was I attempt, can't attempted remember. murder. Yes. Yes, also very warranted. Yes, very warranted. And so now she's out. Um, They are kind of like, he stayed with her during all of this. And there was a whole, like, them and, like, black love and, you know, sticking together and how, like, cute. They actually are kind of a cute couple, but. Who's the guy? Papoose. He's a rapper. Papoose. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's a rapper also. So And um, so they're in love? Yes, they've been married. 10 years so they okay. um on this but the, they're really cute on the show did he uh, get with her after she was attempted murder no married her before i believe oh. actually i don't know because she's been out for maybe two or three years so it might have been during i'm not sure i'm not sure about that okay. but, um 
he um married maybe he married her while she was in jail i'm not sure but they've been together like longer than they, they were together before she got in um, oh, in jailhouse love yeah so um they um she has like a child from another another relationship and he has you know other kids that are much older okay. um and so they um renewed their vows this week to mark their 10th anniversary and they reveal that they are expecting their first child together. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And this comes on the heels of her suffering, um, them suffering a miscarriage last year. So that Aww. she kind of documented and kind of shared with everybody, just, you know, talking about, you know, how painful that was in the process. So the their pictures from the vows and the little video are very sweet. Um, mm-hmm. So congratulations to Ruby Ma. I think her real okay. name is Reminisce or something like that. Um, wow. I wow. Know. What's his real name? I Papoose. don't know. Papoose is the real <laughs> name. Who ca- I was like, who cares? No, it's like probably it. something very like respectable like John Jonathan. Yeah. I probably should have said John, but no, but it, it's probably it. It might like be. That. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just because he's decided to go by Papoose doesn't mean his mom had some crazy name for him. <laughs> yeah, so... I- name i'll look into that straight away um so please do i'll look into that straight away straight away um so the other big news which i know that you've heard about because you're in los angeles lebron james is coming to the lakers okay i did see people only because everyone's posting about it on facebook yes lebron james so I guess now is now what I don't know. Like I've I've seen some people who are like super excited about it. It seems like there's basically like the usual like two extreme camps. Like right? Yeah. So a lot of people. So he's headed to the Lakers. This is something that's kind of been talked about because they knew like after he didn't win another championship, mm-hmm. everyone knew that he was going to leave Cleveland. And Cleveland's kind of like, although, you know, they scared him when he left for Miami, they're okay with him now because he did win a championship while he was there. So mm-hmm. they're like, we're, we're good. Right. You, you gave, part. Yeah. He did, you yeah. gave us what we wanted. So go wherever you want to go. Good right. luck. God. We release you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a very different <laughs> response before. Okay. So, um, well, that makes so sense. Thought, yeah. So he signed, you know, he went back home, did what he's supposed to do, whatever. So he mm-hmm. signed a four-year, um, $154 million deal with the Lakers. Ooh. So it, I thought it was interesting. $154 million. $154 million, yes, for four years. And I was actually surprised that he signed on for that long. Like, I don't know, like, the reason why. Because usually, like, someone of his caliber who's a free agent, won't really sign on for that long maybe especially like where he is in his career but I think it's probably going to take that long for them to kind of maybe a couple of years to be contentious um that's not the right to you be know, contentious? To be contentious no I mean, they, they're to waiting to be upset with each other shut up shut up <laughs> to be in contention for a championship shut up oh shut up so again so again shut up about the fans and people are highly conflicted about this okay i could tell like again like i've been a laker fan on hiatus since kobe joined so now i'm free to like the lakers again so i actually like lebron james i think he's a little whiny but i think he seems like a nice upstanding guy um he's Isn't done, he like, like mar- he's is he the one who's like married to his high school sweetheart and yeah 
Yeah, I remember. I, I remember that being, you know, that story being put out there about him when during the championships, and I was like, oh, like I didn't know that about him. Like it made me mm-hmm. like. I mean, I don't know anything. I didn't have an opinion, but it did make me like him. Yeah. Now he didn't marry her. Like when you know, right after high school, like he married her maybe a few years ago, but he has been with her. Like it's always time. been the same lady, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's always you know, it doesn't the same have girl. like he's not one of these guys who's got like kids by like five different people or that whatever. we know of. No, I'm okay, <laughs> but nothing's ever come out like that. Sure, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, so, then we're just gonna have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, so absolutely. So like, yeah, he's never been in that kind of like scandal, scandal and... with having outside kids, like. He seems pretty, like, content, like, you know, that's his girl. Like, she's held him down for, you know, whatever. And they have, you know, two little boys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it wasn't like LeBron James went to the NBA out of high school. Like, he was always. Yeah. When she got with him, she knew he was going to be good. You know, like, she knew she was going to be good. You yeah, know, no, like, absolutely. I mean, and he's, all, I mean, he's been to... building a, I mean, he's, he obviously has like, a, like you said, like a well-built career or whatever, but like, yeah, that's like a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And he, um, you know, he does a lot in the community, like mm-hmm. he's sent over like a thousand kids to school, like to college, like, so he's right. done like, and he speaks out on social. So I'm like, LeBron is cool with me, you know, but if you're a basketball fan, you know, you don't like Cleveland, like you hate him. So our hometown folks um, are conflicted. Some of them are very happy because they just want to win. Sure. And so even if they don't, they hate <coughs> LeBron, you know, all these years, they like him now or they're like, okay because they feel he can help them win and restore our former glory. Right. So that's kind of where it is. And then some people just hate him so much or Clipper fans are kind of like upset. Um, Whatever. Why Um, are Clipper fans upset? Because again, like Clippers were like a deal for a while. Now, like they're going back to to oblivion, you know, after this, like Uh it's kind of whatever. Um, so yay, Lakers. They have some other people. So Magic Johnson, um, and the rest of those folks. So good job. Good job, Magic. Uh, so yay, Lakers. But oh, even bigger news about this. Okay. Clipper Daryl. Do you know who Clipper Daryl is? No. Okay. So I've been to quite a few Clipper games. So Clipper Daryl is a diehard Clippers fan who would wear this two-tone blue and red suit. And like dance and do all kind of stuff, and you know he was always on the the, the um, t- television monitors, and okay. people kind of known him. Like he's been like a diehard fan for twenty five years. Like he's like pretty much at every game. Like Clipper Daryl, like you okay. know him. So Clipper Daryl, the other day after this announcement on, um, no, actually just yesterday, he posted a picture of him wearing a split purple and gold suit with a Laker hat and a Laker sign behind him. And it said, when King James, that's LeBron James, um, this Mm -hmm. was on Twitter, his um, handle, calls you and says it's time for change. So I don't know if LeBron James really called him. I doubt he really called. (laughs) Um, I'm guessing that would be a no. So yeah, so Clipper Daryl has like defected. I don't know. Oh my god! To both because he kind of tried to like um, backpedal a little bit today, but go. I can like both teams. Like no, dude, nope. 
Yeah, if you're, you're going to be a Daryl. super fan, yeah, you're either a super fan or you're not, so. Yeah, you're going to have to change all your social media handles, because they say Clipper Daryl, and so now you're Lake Daryl, like, what's what's happening? Here? Right, so, right. Yeah, so it's crazy, but it's also the other thing with Laker fans, diehard Laker fans are like, no bandwagon fans, if you weren't, you know, with the Lakers through these last few years where it's been horrible, they'll be a fan now, it's like, shut up. Shut up to all of y'all. Be quiet. I mean, the, LA fans are so fair weather anyway. Right. So I was like, like that's I don't like, understand. it's like, I'm like, it's, it's just, it's silly to even put that out there because it's like, yeah, yeah, y'all, you know, we don't, we don't do We it. respect winners. Like, how many people defected to the Clippers once the Lakers started to suck? Like, yeah. so many people. So I was like, and the Clippers started to like win. So I was like, whatever. And like, yeah, we are very fickle. We like winners. That's kind of LA. That's what we, you know, that's our thing. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, The other thing um, that I am very excited about, and I saw when I went to go see Ocean's 8. I saw a trailer for it, the new Whitney um, Whitney Houston biopic bio is coming out. Um, documentary is coming out tomorrow. Oh, well, it will be today, Friday. Okay, now who's who? Who is releasing it? I don't know. I can't remember who the people are who are making it. So, but, but it's in it, theaters. It's not like a Netflix or a... no. It is okay. in theaters. Okay. Um, tomorrow, Friday, which is today, if you're listening, um, and it's. I can't wait to see it because, like, a clip, it's, like, raw footage of Whitney um, saying things, interview with her mom and other people who knew her. Uh-huh. And there was, of course, you know, there has to be some kind of shade on these types of things. There's a clip of her talking about Paula Abdul. Oh, right. And how horrible she sounds. And I was just like, oh. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Shay, Whitney Houston, get your right girl. But I just love to like just go through and like listen to all those songs. And mm-hmm. Whitney, oh my God, her voice was just such yeah. a gift. So, yeah. So, yes. Oh, cool. That should be very good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get okay. that on my movie pass. Okay, you know what's funny? I'm looking at my notes that I type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It is this. New Whitey movie coming out on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I left out the end. Yeah, the end's kind of important on that one. It is. Oh my god, that's funny. That's, that's hysterical. So okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. I left off some things because I feel like that's enough. There's so much going on. Mm, okay, well okay. I feel up to date on yeah, I'm like at the very least, I told you Joe Jackson died. So Man, that... I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes, yeah. really? I really, I really did not. Like I said, I've really done a great job of like not getting back on the grid completely. I'm like just barely, like kind of tipping my toe in the water. So, oh my god, I feel like for the next couple of days, I could just tell you anything, and you wouldn't know if it's true or not. Pretty much. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to think of some things. <laughs> wow. Oh, Great. Yeah, you get right on that. 
I'm gonna get right on that because I have nothing to do with but to do that. <laughs> nothing else to do. No businesses to run. No businesses to run. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Oh okay. god. Great. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's get personal. Yeah. You uh, go. I'm gonna lay down and get comfortable because you have. I'm thinking a lot to say. I guess. Don't get too comfortable. Oh, yes. Oh, God. This is the worst. Mm. Okay. Go on. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> so, as we've alluded to, I went on last... We didn't record last week because I was away in the beautiful hillsides of Los Altos, California at the Jesuit Retreat Center um, hanging out with the Jesuits for eight days on a silent retreat. What is a silent retreat, you ask? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so basically, it's, it's just it's a spiritual retreat, um, and it is actually like you spend time in silence. There's a bunch of other people there also spending time in silence. There's, um, in my group of eight-day retreatants, there was 31 of us. And, um, and you eat meals together, you, you know, we're all, there's all these like beautiful common areas and everything, but you, you don't have, you're in silence and you're kind of, um, the only time that you kind of vocalize is we had a uh, mass every night or every evening at five. And then you had, um, you get assigned to a spiritual director and you meet with them once a day. So obviously when you meet with them, you talk and kind of sort of explore like what your, you know, how, how your time is going and what's what you're praying about and what you're reflecting on. Reflecting on. And they actually are directors and like they guide you with like um, suggestions for like scripture passages to read and and what they're hearing, like kind of like almost like a sounding board, you know? Okay. Um, and um, so, yeah, so those are the only times that you, like, talk, but the rest of the time is, uh, and it's obviously, it's not just silence from not talking. It's, like, again, like, uh, this whole, like, being off the grid. Like, it's silent phones, silent, no media, no television or whatever, you know, like, you're not taking in anything else. So, um it was wonderful. Like it was so very mm. good. I, um, I loved, I loved every, from the moment I got there, um, through the entire time until it was time to leave. And then I was sad that I had to go. Um, it's mm. so beautiful. It's set. So Los Altos, you know, for those who, um, uh, just to put the setting in, um, it's just 30 minutes south of San Francisco, um, right? It's basically, you know, uh, like um, it's Silicon Valley, basically. You have uh, Stanford, which is in like Palo Alto Mountain View, and right in the middle of both Palo Alto and Mountain View is Los Altos. And this retreat center is in Los Altos Hills, which is all of it is, all of it is like gorgeous, crazy, like real, real estate, you know, like beautiful homes. Um, like crazy expensive real estate, like, you know, Silicon Valley money left and right. Like it's just like seeped in it, you know? Mm. Um, but um, 
And then this retreat center is like on a hillside, like look overlooking everything. So it's just like nature everywhere, trees and beautiful vistas, like all these gorgeous views that look um, the whole, the way that the place is situated, it faces east. Um, so you're looking at the, you're on the west end of the, um, the, the bay facing east towards like Fremont, like on the way other side. So okay. it's, it was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and the pictures are great. Yeah, um, I should probably share one of the panorama pictures on our uh, Facebook page. Um, so I just, you know, I spent all the eight days there praying and discerning and um, just really, you know, it was kind of just a, a week of contemplation and meditation. And I really needed it. It was um, the two words awesome. that I've been using to describe it have been both restorative and transformative. Um, it was, Hmm. it was wonderful. Um, and I needed it, um, even more than I knew that I needed it and I needed it Mm -hmm. even more than I knew that I needed it, you know? So, Mm. um, so yes, so that was great. And that's where I've been. And that's why I'm like, (laughs) that's why I don't know that Joe Jackson is dead. Um, Mm -hmm. um, or anything. That's why I don't know any number of things that happened while I was there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, and now I'm back and, um, Awesome. Welcome back. Thanks. I'm I'm happy to be back. I definitely missed the dog and the cat so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so hard to be away from them. Um, and I was like, like literally, I was like, I could do like a whole other week of this if I got to have them with me. Um, <laughs> you know, like I that would be great. Like they were like the, they were like the only little like piece of nature that was missing. <laughs> I was like, I'm missing my own nature channel. My, my two my two uh two animal channel so um mm-hmm. yeah so they were terrific um also really excited because uh, part of the what made it possible to be gone for eight days is that our friend's son um our mutual friend and that son her middle child um house sat for me so he took care of the fur babies while i was off doing my retreating and that was just a total gift like it was a gift to me because I, you know, obviously, um, he's not a professional anything, <laughs> house sitter, pet sitter. He's a teenager. He's yeah. a teenager on vacation from in between junior year and senior year. And, um, you know, so I paid him, you know, I gave him some cash for the work that he did, like hanging out at my house for a week. But it was definitely <laughs> a lot cheaper than if I'd gotten my, my usual pet sitters to come, you know. Um, so that was great. And he took great care of them. Like they were totally had like a total love fest. Like, Mm. so they were so well taken care of and they were literally like sad to see him go. Like they were like, when they saw him like getting ready to go, they were like both of them, both her majesty and the colonel, like, like stood at the door. Like, we're kind of like, where are you going? Like, why do you have a big bag? You're where are you headed out to? Like they Mm -mm -mm. were literally perplexed. They went, he left out the front door, you know, his, you know, with his dad who picked him up. And when I closed the door, both Madge and the Colonel went over to the window and watched him like get like drive away. Oh, good grief! I was so like, dramatic. They're so dramatic. They're like, "Hello, I am back." Right. I mean, I mean, and they did. Like, they threw me a little party. The two of them when I walked in, they both like greeted me. The Colonel was super excited, or whatever. But they were like, "Okay." Like there was, I think there was, because then you know we sat and talked for a little while. And then they're like, okay, we're going to head out. I was like, all right, great. Thank you so much. You know, they go. 
And they're like, wait a minute, everything was perfect. He's here, you're here, now he's leaving, you know? Yeah, so, our boy is gone. Our boy is gone. Where did the boy go? We like this boy. Mm-hmm. So they were Aww. they were totally feeling him. I was really glad about that. So good. Yeah, he did a great job, and um, so that was terrific. And then um, the only other piece from my let's get personal is that I'm so super sad because today I had to go turn in my little car. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. I know I don't know if I have. I know I've, I've, I've alluded to the car situation. Um, so I owned, past tense now, a perfectly fine <laughs> a 2013 VW Golf TDI. And if you, you know, track any of this from the news, you know, Volkswagen got into a huge amount of trouble because they lied about the emissions on this car. And then not just on the 2013, it's literally like every TDI, every diesel uh, version of all of, they have like a TDI Golf, TDI Passat, TDI Jetta, like there's Mm. all the TDIs from 2012 to 2015 had fraudulent emissions published and they got caught. Um, and, and they are like, I can't believe that they're still in business. Like, I don't, right. you know, like, I mean, like, I don't understand how they're like, because well, possibly because of Europe, they're in business because of Europe. No, <laughs> well, not necessarily know. because Europe has pretty high standards too. And they're having to do this exact same thing. And diesels are more popular. Diesel vehicles, period, are more popular mm. in Europe than they are out here. So they're and so what they're doing is they're like buying back all these cars and they've been buying them back for the last like two and a half years since they since the the court settlement was finalized and because the deadline to turn your car in is and get in on the settlement is coming up like in October I think um, so I you know so. I, went, I didn't wait till, I w- originally was going to wait till October, but I would have gotten a lot less money just because I would have put that many more miles on it already. I mm-hmm. drive a lot. As it is, I had, when you were here, <laughs> when you were here two weeks ago, I had to stop the car and take a picture of my odometer because I had just switched over to 100,000 miles. Um, yes. And, um, and when I got the car, it only had, I mean, I put 70,000 some maybe like probably like 75,000 miles on it in three years like I drive a lot um mm-hmm. so anyway um so my car is part of this buyback and then they, and they they buy it back for like a considerable amount more than what it's worth and they throw money on top of that so and they're doing that with all of these cars like and there's they give you the option to do that or to bring it in, have them fix the emission issue because there's mm-hmm. a fix to it. And then they would, they, you know, so you have the option to have it fixed and then they'd give you like $5,000 for your trouble kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't make any sense. Like the, the amount of money that they're giving you to, to, to take the car back is so extravagant um, mm-hmm. that it doesn't, wouldn't make sense to do the other thing. Like there'd be no reason to just get it fixed, you know? Okay. So... Anyway, I love this car. Loved it. If it wasn't for this issue, 
and this whole thing, I would not be doing anything to get rid of it. I was uh, the whole plan with this car was to drive it till the wheels fall off. And um, so I'm sad that I didn't get to do that. I am glad that I got to 100,000 miles on it. And, um, and I was just sad, like, I was just sad to like, drive away this afternoon and, you know, drive past it on the way out. Um, it was um, and sitting in the little parking spot that I had left it in, like it just made me sad. So, um, mm-hmm. and I still don't have a new car. Is the other half of other side of this coin. So you're like renting a car right now. Right now I'm renting a car. I'm driving around in a white Ford Mustang. <laughs> who are you? Right. I was like in this Grocer? car today. I was like, who am I in this car right now? Like. It's a nice car. Like, I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to rent whatever, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So, right, hopefully between within the next 48 hours, I will have a new car. I have a car broker. He's working on it. And I'm just praying that it'll all work out. And something will, something is going to give in the next 48 hours. There's two options of a deal that we're working on. One of those, Mm -hmm. it's like option A. If option A doesn't happen, then... We're doing option B and it'll be settled. So either way, it should be a okay. settled thing. Great. But yeah, it's just, <laughs> it is so more like, than a notion. more than a notion, especially considering that like, um, I started this process, like I knew I was turning my car in on July 5th. So mm-hmm. like four weeks ago, like I got like pre-approved for a loan, like, you know, like I've been searching for a car. It's not like I haven't like, like I, you know, I didn't wait. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the only frustrating part has just been kind of like, you know what? I really didn't procrastinate this time. Like I really like made the effort to like, ha- like I was in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I was just going to park this car, get a new car and start driving the new car. You know, like I was, they were right. totally going to overlap. And now it's like, okay, old car gone, new car, not here yet. So I'm driving right. a, a white Ford Mustang. Yeah. Okay. You know, when you were telling me your story about the um, broker, not the broker, the guy at the lot you were dealing with. Oh, that's right. Um, I did talk about yeah. that last time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was so crazy because I saw a story like a real estate. I mean, like this real estate, you know, group. And I think it's a women's and one of the women lady uh, real estate agent groups. And one was like, oh, I got in the um, the mood to test drive a car and look at a car. She's like, you know, we're always in our cars, so I switch out cars like every two, three years, whatever. And so she was talking about her experience at the car lot, and I was like, why is this still a thing? Like, after your story and her story, like she was like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, like, you know, look at this car. And he was like, oh, so um, do I need to talk to your husband? You know, have you talked to your husband about this? She was like, no, you don't need no. She's like, is your husband okay with this purchase? And she's like, he has nothing oh. to do with this purchase. Like, we buy our own cars. And is your husband like, okay with this purchase? Because like she was at a Range Rover like dealership, so it's like it was a pricey car, but like yeah, but it it could have been a Toyota, whatever. Who cares? Like, like yeah, what does like, that have to do with anything? And she was just like, are you serious? So, yeah, so there were just, like, questions, like, throughout the time that she was there about, you know, do we, you sure we don't need to talk to your husband or you need to run this past your husband? And she was like, are you kidding me? She's like, one, I make my own money, like, you know, just like, you know, I buy my, what if I, if I want something, I'll buy it. And 
I'm not buying anything from you because like what? what is this like so I was like why is this still a thing like when you go get your car fixed and like go to buy a car like oh you don't know how this process works I mean is lady. it 1954 like I yeah still... so like is she buying it with her husband's like she doesn't have her own checking account like what, right. what does she have her own credit cards or yeah like where my husband's like my daddy, I need to have his approval. That is just mind blowing. Yes, I was like, OMG. And she's like, along every step, like there was this questions about, oh, I just don't want to, you know, know, you know, I just don't want to get down this line and your husband's like not okay with this purchase. And, and she was like, oh, Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, wow. so that just made me think of that. And I was just like, wow. Like I can't, yeah. Like he said, like this is 1950. I can't believe this is still happening. It's so ridiculous. That is insane. It's funny because you know. So when after I left the, so I, I left the dealership. The one of the, uh, you know, they have like a shuttle service for like within 10 miles of the dealership. So I needed, you know, a ride over to the, the Alamo rental car thing, mm-hmm. and um, so you know, like this nice guy from um, the dealership drove me over there, and he was like, oh, so you turned in your car? You know, we're just making small talk. And he was like, you know, what are you going to get next? I was like, oh, I actually have a car broker. He's working on it for me. And it's going to be another Volkswagen, whatever. So, of course, he talked up their dealership a little bit. And I was like, yeah, no, trust me. We've looked everywhere. Like, the car I want isn't at your dealership, you know? And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. He was, and so then he was like, so, like, you know, is it easier to do it with a car broker? You know, like, kind of buying a car or whatever. And I was like, um, for women? yeah <laughs> was mm-hmm. like, and he and it's funny because he was totally like oh yeah like he totally like acknowledged like yeah you know and I was like so I was like yeah I think if you're a guy like I think you walk on a lot you say here's the I want that car <laughs> and, and I think there's a negotiate whole, yeah, yeah you negotiate and paperwork is processed and you drive away with a car that's not what happens when you're a woman so um at least not in my experience ever I, sh- I shouldn't say that. The only time, and this is a shout out to like a, a company that's no longer. Um, oh, you're the Saturn. My Saturn. When I bought my Saturn, which actually was my first purchase, like like hashtag adulthood ever. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like, how old was I? Like maybe 23. You know, mm-hmm. um, and my dad had totally like cut off, cut the apron string apron strings Mm -hmm. and was like you know my the car that I had all through college which I mean actually end of high school through college like every and I was one of the few people in our circle of friends who drove um so that car got I mean it was like Mm -hmm. the clown car with like 20 people in it going to parties and you know right so that car I got me through college and then the whole year after college still ran and then the second year after we graduated I was finally I was starting to teach and it was like one like early on like it was like the first semester of teaching it it broke down on the 10 freeway and it was like I'm done and I mean Mm. it gave me a lot like we bought it used it lasted a long Mm -hmm. time you know so I totally, this is one of those things where it's like, you know, so I went to my parents, you know, like, oh, my car broke down. Well, I got to go talk to dad about getting a new car. Money, please. Right. Like, hello, <laughs> money, 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 money. And they were like, um, well, it sounds like you, my dad was just like, sounds like you need to go get a new car. 
And I was like, right, that's why I'm here. So like, what are you doing now? Like, can we go like, you know, car shopping, whatever. And he was like, no, you need to go get yourself a car. And I was sort of like, it literally, he had to say it like three or four times. Cause I was like, I'm not understanding what's, I understand happening, what's right happening. Yeah. Right. Like, so he, you know, so I was like, really today, like you're doing apron springs today. Cause I'm having a terrible day. <laughs> so I was so angry, but of course, of course, cause you know, you're 23 and entitled and you feel like your parents should still do everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and I was like, okay. So like I, rented a car <laughs> it's very, very similar and I went to a couple dealerships had terrible experiences at like you know the usual just like whatever mm-hmm. um and plus I didn't even know what I was doing like I'd never done this before right. and then um this is when there was still that Saturn over there on in Culver City where it's mm-hmm. now like the Tesla um, yeah so um I went there. This like the last place I went after a day of going to like one stupid car lot after another. And they were so like, you know, it was like that was their whole thing. Saturn was like the first company to like probably the first and only, which is I guess probably why they're out of business. Because they had really good, good cars. Um they their whole thing was like, you know, no haggle, like the price we have is the price we have, like easy breezy, like this is what it is, mm-hmm. this is what it comes with, everything's the same, nobody gets like a cheaper version, you know, like right. and it was so easy and um and had no problem and then I actually so that was my first Saturn. I actually ended up getting having two Saturns over the course of that maybe like six year period or whatever. Um, cause they were such, um, they were good cars and they were so easy to deal with. So other than Saturn, rest in peace, Saturn, cause you were a great company. Um, I have never had a positive experience on a car lot, trying to make a car deal with like dealerships. They're just the worst. And they really are just loan sharks. Like they're loan sharks who with like cars as like capital, like it's, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, like they're selling loans. They're not selling cars. And that is the thing that is most disconcerting is that you can't just walk on and be like, here's the money. I want that. And they're like, well, have you thought about financing? No, I here's the money. I want that. Like, it's like the only place where you can't just purchase what you want with the money that you have to buy it. Like, it's so bizarre to me. Um, so anyway, it's so funny because it's reminding me because I tell you, I went on like a whole watching desi- old episodes of Designing Women. Uh, so there's a whole episode about them again in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s about them trying to buy a van for the business because the van broke down and that whole process and how the guy was trying to like, you know, like do what car dealerships do so again like again like all these years still the same thing it's still the same thing it's so frustrating so anyway um goodbye gracie golf that was her name um and um and hello hopefully somebody (laughs) i don't know somebody somebody uh between um friday and saturday i pray that i will have something new um yes so yes. that is Good. that is my let's get personal. I know that was a whole lot. Yeah, that's why I said I was like, let me just lay down here and relax because you had a lot going on. I, for someone who's been away, like you had a lot going on. I've mm-hmm. been here and like, you know, just working or whatever, like nothing out of the ordinary. I did, you know, go hang out with some friends for Fourth of July. Um, I okay. 
Douglasville, I like Douglasville. I love, you know, a certain area of Douglasville a lot. And um, it's one of the places I've considered moving. But they do these community events. And there are great ideas, but the execution is just god-awful. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, so they did this one kind of like Main Street Douglasville event, and I was all excited, and I went. Girl, it was like in a parking lot. They had like a few little vendors, like maybe two or three food trucks, a shaved ice thing, and like that was it. It was totally like <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> I was like, we literally went around it in like 10 minutes. Oh, no. I was like, okay, oh, Lord, no. And so, um, and then they do like a um, kind of like a Monday Main Street thing again, like a food truck thing. But they do it like, I think on a Monday or something weird, but like in the afternoon, like from 10 to 12. So they're not getting, they're getting people who are working or people who are off. But they're not, they could get a lot more people if they do it at night sure. as opposed to, you know, doing it in the afternoon. Because I have sure. a friend who wants to go like so bad, but she's like, I'm at work, I can't go. Right. And Everyone's like, at work. I was, like, I was like, me too. And I was like, yeah, this is like a weird time where I was like, I can't even make that work. It's crazy. And then the fireworks. So they had it, their 4th of July thing. They had it in the parking lot of the mall. The local mall okay. and so there were food trucks so there were like maybe five food trucks this time <laughs> taco there was a chick-fil-a booth taco truck and a philly cheesesteak place and like a shaved ice so yeah so like about five um six there are six six different trucks there i was like oh okay. the shaved ice is popular Yes, the shaved ice is super <laughs> yummy. I love it. They had an Italian ice place too that I didn't care for, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was as hot as heck, so I had shaved ice and Italian ice while I was out there. Um, and they had like a deep, so like on one side of the parking lot were the food trucks, and all the way on the other side of the parking lot was a stage where like you could barely hear the music because we were kind of like in the middle, maybe. And so there's a sound stage and there's some chairs. They're trying setup, so hard. And they had like three porta potties over there by the sound stage. They had like a little DJ um set up. And then she's like, okay, so we're gonna have our live show and fireworks after the live show. And we're like, great, what is this live sh- entertainment? Girl, I put it on Facebook on my page. I saw it. It was like a prince impersonator. And girl, he came out with these little tight pants, like print with a little <laughs> lacy crop top, oh, and his no. hair all like swooped to the side. And I was like, um, "This is fa-. like I love Prince, and again, nothing <laughs> says freedom like Prince." Um, but this is like a family friendly event, and so um, and when I knew it was over, is when he performed "Darling Nikki." And so, when he performed Darling Nikki at a family-friendly event, I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And it was kind of funny because my friends are from Boston. And so where, you know, they do Fourth of July big there and they were like, oh, this is liberal as Boston is. This would never fly. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> you were like, oh, this. I was like, because, yeah, as liberal as you are, you guys are stuffy. Right. It's like, oh, this is totally um, inappropriate. <laughs> I was like, oh, my yeah. God. So, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, darling Nikki, I'm gone because that's, that's way too much. much. He Here's did <laughs> he did change that first line that, you know, word, mm, mm. but still, I was like, it's all about a hookup. Like, what is, like, what? You can't change the song, but go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say, there really are not too many public venues where Darling Nikki is appropriate. <laughs> like, it's just one of those songs that's like, yeah, there's just, where, you know, where do you fit that in? I don't know. I don't know. Like, like other than a Prince concert or like a Prince-specific and thing. Prince didn't even perform that song at first, like, years because mm-hmm. of the I was, I was like, Lord have mercy. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, so that was quite hilarious. That's insane. And the other thing that I just was like, oh my gosh, totally random. I watched A Star is Born for the first time. Oh, so you were uh, the one who watched A Star is Born? I watched it on no, Netflix. I watched, no, I watched it on my Netflix at home. Why is it in my queue? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh my goodness. I'm so confused. I watched it here like one night. I couldn't go to sleep at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching The Star is Born. It was not at your place. Mm-mm. Well, somebody watched it. <laughs> I don't know if um, our friend's son watches it. That sounds strange, but I don't know. Although he is into film, so maybe he did watch he it. Might. Like I was, I was just cracking up because that's that's why I thought that's why I was it like was between me. yeah. Well, because I mean, it, the thing is, I was like, you know, whatever, use the Netflix. I don't care. Like, because after mm. a while, it all like shuffles back and like it starts recommending yeah. things that I watch. You know, so it's not a big deal. But like, um, so he watched. You know, he was here for a week. And again, he's a teenager, so he was watching a bunch of random things. And I figured, you know, that you know, I knew that you had been here um, watching TV as well. So I just assumed that it was like because the combination of things that it was recommending was so, so random, rich. it was yeah. weird, right? So I was like, oh, this is funny. Like it was just funny to me. I was like, okay, like this is so indicative of like there have been multiple people watching on the same like you know. Path. Yeah. So no, I just watched Hulu at your house. So right, and funny. Hulu keeps telling me, like, do you want to just finish watching Daria? I'm like, I was not watching Daria. <laughs> I do want to finish watching I Daria. I was like, no, I don't. Thank you. I was so excited. I'm kind of excited because they're coming out with a new version of Daria, although I'm, it'll be interesting to see how they make that current. I can only imagine. But yeah, so my whole point about A Star is Born, yes. like, I love Barbara Streisand's music. I've watched some of her movies. I haven't watched them all. I had never seen A Star is Born. Which is I've like, never seen it either. Now I feel like I need to go see it because the new one's coming out. That's why I went to go see it. That's why I saw watched it because I went to see Ocean's 8 and that was a, another preview that they showed during Ocean's 8. And I was like, it looks really good because, you know, Lady Gaga's in it, Bradley Whitford. So I was like, yeah. okay. Looks really good. I was like, it looks actually really good. And so I was like, okay, so... You know, I saw it come up on the Netflix thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. So I was just here one day and I watched it. And I was like, you know, 
I forgot for a second. I was like, I've known the song Evergreen since I was little. Like every wedding in the eighties. Um, Evergreen. Evergreen. You've never heard Evergreen? Well, what has it go? Please don't make me sing. <laughs> Because it's such a corny song. I probably don't know the it's name like, of it. Love soft as an easy chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like everyone knows the song. So, yeah, so every, like, wedding that I would go to when I was younger in the 80s, like, there was, like, a, you know, one of a family friend who has a beautiful voice who would sing that song pretty much <laughs> at every wedding. So I knew the song, and I knew, I knew, like, it was, like, the love thing from A Star is Born, but I was, like, when I was watching, I was, like, oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, I was like, I love this song. So it was like, it was good. And Chris Christopherson, I was like, this is interesting. But yeah, it was, it was good. So I can't wait to see the remake. Should be good. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So I will do the same. I will follow in suit because I, I saw because it, they, they had it as a preview at the you, movie that you and I see while you were out here. We went to go see, um, Gotti. Yeah, I went to see that's right. What a weird movie. Um, oh, that's where it was. It wasn't um it was it was there. Okay. I thought it was Ocean's um eight, but it was when we went to go see Guy. Okay, yes, because is... it was definitely one of the previews there. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, like you know, I was just most like... of the stuff was like garbage. Oh my god, most of everything was garbage, but that yeah, with Lady Gaga, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm interested. She's so talented. I feel like, yeah, and so that smart now because I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. Like she can sing. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, she really so, yeah. can. So it's gonna be so. Yeah, so I will watch the original, and okay. I will look forward to the remake. Yeah, and oh, speaking of Gotti, which we <laughs> that movie, <laughs> that forget movie. about it. Forget, forget about, about it. it. This is a co- this, I found... this is Cosa Nostra. This is Cosa yeah. Nostra. <laughs> I found a podcast called Mafia, where they talk about different mafia mafio- mafiosos. Oh, okay. So John Gotti is one of the people they cover. It's okay. I just need to. When I was listening to it, I wasn't like active listening so uh-huh. i need to active listening because i was i think it was a sam giacano was the first one i listened to so it's pretty mm. good like it's kind of like the main guys that they kind of start off with so him and lucky luciano and okay they do like i think there's a donnie brasco one too so Ooh, that should be interesting. yeah so so yeah okay, cool. so yeah mafia podcast so right. yeah so it's like that and like what else? Yeah, like I've just TV and hanging out and showing houses and looking at houses and playing with babies. It's kind of been my <laughs> week um, as usual. Like nothing spectacular out of the ordinary. This oh, sounds week. good. Yeah, I'm I'm in sounds favor nice. of it. I'm in favor. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. There's something like I said. There's something else. I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, so old. So Again, so we've come full circle to your aging. I'm going to be 42. I'm going to be 42. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I need a vacation. I want to go on vacation. I'm just like... Oh, you know what I was thinking people... we need to go? Where? Bologna. Okay, that sounds good. I was just reading how, because um, I was thinking about you and your whole like Italian food thing. But the great thing about Bologna is that um, it's you know so much about the cheese. 
Okay, yes. Yeah, so people don't know. Like, everyone wants to go to Italy. I don't really care for Italian food. So I was like, everywhere I travel, like, food is pretty... Food and museums are pretty much like <laughs> food museums are shopping. Are and for like, me, it's like space. food, cathedrals, <laughs> and museums. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't really care for Italian food. I know fresh pasta is amazing, but like me, like thinking about like having pasta every day, like most people, that's like a dream, and I'm just like, no, thank you. So like gelato, I could give or take. So it's like all these things that are so like you think about like Italy like no thanks so I right, but the thing is you really... haven't had any real versions of any of those okay yes I've yes you've been to Italy I've had like, I'm not authentic Italian food would... though no I mean like, it's like really real different. Italian re- I've gone to real Italian restaurants not like Ita- Olive Garden I've, I've gone been to like to those restaurants with you I'm saying that the the real Italian food is even better than that like, even better than, um, what's the place that we really like downtown LA? Oh, no. The Factory Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that was good, but, like, I still wouldn't want to eat that every day. So, yeah. yeah, so I was like, it's just, you know, and I was like, I know Italy, the cathedrals, the museums, like, it's amazing. But I was like, I would, I, there are so many other places I would rather go than to go to Italy. So you're like, Bologna, you think I would like because of the cheese. Right, because there's a whole bunch of tours that are, like, really, like, because, you know, it's all about the cheese there. Are they the place that, no, that's in France, never mind. Yeah, I would much rather go to Spain again, much rather go to uh, well, you can France do again. Yeah, and now I'm stuck on, I know you do not want to go to this place, Where? but I want to go. Like, there's a cruise that goes to Cuba, and so I want to go, because I want to see, like, the architecture of the cars. The thing is, I'm interested in Cuba, but I'm still conflicted. Yeah, but this one, like, the thing was, like, you know, when everyone's, like, you know, they've opened Cuba Cuba up, like, they're still, like, you can't really use, like, credit cards and ATMs and all that kind of stuff, apparently. So Mm -hmm. you have to have, like, a lot of cash on you. And I was like, that's a disaster for me. There's no way I can do that. And so this thing is, like, I know this is the other thing you hate. It's, like, a four-day cruise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you stay, like, overnight in Cuba on this cruise like it's one of those like you kind of do like an overnight mm-hmm. in the city so you're there like a day yeah. so it's like a brief you know kind of cruise so I was like I can do that it'll give me a taste and then I can go back later when I feel more if I feel more comfortable so yeah so I'm I like all cruises. these people are like I know you do all these people and their like vacation pictures are making me so sick like again I'm all like oh that's beautiful then I'm like I need wow. a vacation. Yeah, I really. So I know, I'm like, oh, just all the water and the beaches. And there's a Facebook friend who just went to Haiti, and just like, oh, just all those beautiful like beaches. I was like, oh, I need to be around some water. Water's so far away from me. Yeah, so, I do yeah. want to do something tropical. Yeah, um, and I said for a long time, I was like, I have been to enough tropical enough islands I don't want to see an island now I've kind of come for a full circle where I'm like okay I need to spend some time on an island somewhere yeah I'm always down for the island vacation so yeah we need to uh, sorry I just dropped my mic um Mm -hmm. we need to plan something for 2019 yeah um 
so because it's far enough in advance and you know again like we did that we did spain on that groupon deal and it was actually really like well priced and we stayed in nice places we did the thing was like the first hotel we were like in the thick of things and the second part with Mm -hmm. barcelona we were kind of far away but like we were okay with that because like by the end of our trip like it was actually easy to get back and forth on the train Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like it was like maybe 25 minutes or something like from yeah yeah Yeah, we we had a couple like little connections or whatever but i don't see again this is my yeah my thing is i would rather stay in a hotel in a suburb of a city and like figure out like how the locals do things, figure out the subway system, like, and you see so much more that way. You like, you know, and like, I mean, you know, we had to pass that cute little like preschool kindergarten to get to the Oh my God, to see the little Spanish children. The little Spanish children, they're so cute. And you know, like it was literally like just a neighborhood, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and to me, I'm like, that's part of the reason like I object to, cruises for that kind of trip like I did the cruise for Alaska and that's exactly the only way to do Alaska like there's no reason to stay in all these little like fishing downs Mm -mm. um but like if I'm gonna go to like anywhere in Europe anywhere in the Mediterranean even in the Caribbean like I mean I'm probably the Caribbean's maybe the only place but even still like I would rather if I since all I'm going to do is, like, lay around and, like, get sun and dip in the water and, like, drink, like, you know, uh, drinks with, like, Pina little... Pina coladas. like, something with a little umbrella in it or whatever. Water. Yeah, like, then I may... Like, I'd rather just, like, be at an all-inclusive resort, if that's the case, than be on somebody's boat. Like, why am I on a boat? Um, yeah, so Some I'm, people really like cruises. Some, some people love cruises. Like, people swear by cruises. I'm like, that's fine. Like, it's just... Like I, just, I said, I'm not a cruise person in terms of, like... I don't like cruise food. I don't, you know, the little activities are just so random. So but random. you're like a captive audience. And I, um, but the only thing is like, it's the only place that I actually rest. Like, you know, when I am on vacation, I am itinerary. Boom, boom, boom. I have to see it all. On a cruise, you can't do that. So all right. <laughs> I'm like, I like actually get rest. I'm unplugged from my phone and my computer because I'm too cheap to pay for um, internet or phone service. So it's like I'm completely unplugged and it's like a restful vacation for me. So in that sense, like cruises are great. Like I don't enjoy all that other stuff. But yes, that's the only upside. But yeah, I need to go somewhere. I'm like, I don't know where, but I need a. I need a break. I need a little relaxing uh-huh. time. So I need a little silent retreat. Is what you need. Yeah, and I've looked into silent retreats here. I think I might do a look a weekend, September, October-ish, something like that. Oh, I think yeah. I can pull that off then. Yeah, I'll be so Ooh. glad. Yeah, I know. I know it'll be good for me. Mm-hmm. I know there's one that's kind of like it's um, the topic is kind of discerning like God's will for your life that mm-hmm. I was looking into. And one was um, kind of like praying with intention or so kind of like, a, like it's like prayer centered. So I was like, okay. So those are the two that I've kind of been looking. And there were some like mindfulness ones too. And I was like, mm, that mm. seems a little crunchy granola for Jesse. Yeah. Because so, they have little... somebody, 
Yeah. But they have somebody coming in to like do that. And I was like, no, I'd rather just do like the uh, ones hang that with are the straight. actual yeah, hang with yeah. the actual Jesuits. They're great. Yeah. I love I love the Jesuits. They're my favorite branch of the Catholics. They really are. <laughs> like they're just they're just terrific. They're so nice and very yeah. like easy. They're like the easy breezy Catholics. Okay. Oh, so this is what I was going to tell you. So now mm. I'm going to go look up Bologna, but I know that I really won't have to because Bologna will start coming up on my Facebook feed. So Right, because we've it. talked about yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Big Brother is watching. Brother Mark. Yeah. Brother Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, girl. Lord. It's too oh jeez, Louise. It's too late, baby. Yeah, it's too late. But we really did try to make it. Something inside just died. And a mic can't. just came out. Okay, while you're singing, great. All right, Hide let's. It, okay, no, we're done. Stop it. it. Stop. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, and now I'm done. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you said it's too late and that just you know right that was not a... sometimes that just launches you into a song no. an old 70s song that I don't even know why I know that <laughs> I don't even know why I know that much of that song it is a nice little tune though who's um, it by I can't remember now there's something else I need to look up mm-hmm, go for it <laughs> <laughs> But maybe I want to say have to look it's it Carly Simon, but I don't think. Oh, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Carly Simon, actually, it's she's it's such a he's so like, I feel like stuck in that like eighties decade, but she really did have a really lovely voice and some really nice songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really did try to make it. Shut up. <laughs> Get off my phone. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. All right, girl. I'll Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash Wait Tell Me Everything. Please subscribe, rate, review to help get the word out. Get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at Wait Tell Me Pod. Questions, feedback, something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.